In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. We, we salute, salute you. you. Guys, we honor you today. You're getting it done in the stress bubble of life. Males have retreated into the anonymous bleachers, but you've jumped into the arena of manhood, and we thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. Guys, I'm just really pumped today. My goal is to call you into the arena. My call goes to call you out of every obstacle preventing you from becoming your best version and to call you up to your maximum potential. And your best version as a man. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with my brother from another mother, the backbone producer and co-host of this show, Dale Culver. What's going on, dude? I'm doing great. Are you giving yourself a sta- an ovation? Yeah, I, w- I was just doing that. <sighs> Dale Culver. You could do the Arsenio Hall if you remember him. Who, 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 who. I do remember him, but I yeah. did not watch his show. I did think he was funny, though. You were probably sleeping at that time mm-hmm. because it was so late that it came out. I was in the middle of the stress bubble with all the kids yeah, and going to bed early. Do you got a man law for me today? I do, buddy. Hey, man, if you borrow another man's tool, you need to bring it back the way you found it. And if you break it, you, you bought, bought it. it. Yeah. And that goes and the it, same with fishing always, lures. It always ticks me <laughs> off, man, because I'm like, I'll borrow something. And then I break it. And I'm like, I could have just bought my own brand new one to begin with. Well, and I, I'm not a tool guy necessarily, so I do borrow things like power washers and stuff. And and I realize the risk I'm taking there because if I broke it, I bought bucks. it. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> I borrow anyway. But I'm pretty good. About, and then when we would and actually use, bring it back. Well, yeah. So you don't forget. You know, I've got a pellet gun that was given to me for Christmas when I was eight years old. A beautiful Sheridan pellet gun. I killed so many birds with that thing and squirrels and little bunny rabbits and maybe <laughs> took a few pops at cats. But but I loaned that out to a friend like six years ago, and I forgot who I loaned it out to, and I've never seen it again. Oh, my gosh. And so, no, I really like that, man. When you loan stuff out, just realize, guy, first of all, you're probably not going to get it back in the same condition. 
But second of all, if you're the guy who borrowed it, bring it back better than it was. Clean right. that trailer. You know what I'm saying? If you're borrowing somebody's house, they've got a house somewhere, a vacation home, clean that house. Make it look beautiful. Do what you got to do so that you get the invite again. It's the same thing for me with hunting. When people invite me out to go hunting with them, I try to do it better than I ever would have done. I try to honor their property and honor uh, their game and their plan and their strategy and th their request because you want you don't want to be that guy right. that gets everything shut down because you're a jackass. For everybody so, else. Yeah. And I've had that happen before. Anyway, hey, excited again about our Men in the Arena Facebook forum. Want to encourage you to get on that forum. Add 100 guys. You add 100 guys, we'll shoot you a copy of my latest book, The Man Card, uh, or The Field Guide, or our Men in the Arena shirt, whatever you want to do. We just want to grow that army. And so also want to let you know, uh, June 30th, July 1st, is our two-day-long, 44-mile death ruck. If you're interested on that, you in that, you can go to our app or our website and sign up for that event. It is free. But we need to know who's coming and who's training so we can figure out the transportation. So because you definitely don't want to walk back from this event. And also, if you are uh, involved in a church, uh, we would love to bring the men's weekend to you through our Man Card Weekend with the men in the arena. So let us know. We have eight listings for that if you want to book it for 2019. So, hey, I want to get into the meat of the podcast, Dale. And uh, this is our Men in the Arena answers. These are questions that men have asked to other men that have generated momentum and a long thread. And I want to just kind of pick a few of these out and just talk about them. And one of them actually relates to uh, our man law today. And uh, this gentleman, who I'm going to keep him anonymous here, he talks about uh, loaning his stuff to his buddies and his family, but they uh, regularly disrespect him, treat him badly, and talk behind his back. In other words, so he's got this thing where he's loaning stuff out, which really isn't the man law that we talked about. But he's what he's saying is, I'm doing good to these guys. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm blessing them. I'm my stuff is their stuff, but these guys are talking behind my back. They're they're uh, they're they're treating me poorly, and he wants to know what do I do? What do I do now? The answers the guys gave him ranged very greatly. <laughs> uh, some were great advice. Some some advice was a little bit you know sketchy. But uh, my, you know, when I think about this situation, I'm gonna, I might sound a little harsh because you and I have talked about friendships. To me, friendships are utilitarian. Um, when I interact with friends, uh, they can come and go in my life based on the season, based on where I live, uh, based on uh, the purpose for that time. Now, family is different. Family, you've got forever. You have to deal with family. But when it comes to friends, here's here's my deal with friendships, Dale. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. In other words, I don't want to be a victim in my relationships. So if I am blessing or being kind or loaning out my stuff to somebody and they're talking behind my back, they're, you know, for me to give you something, loan it out, it's because I, I, I care about you. You're a friend. But for you to go behind my back and to backstab me, to treat me poorly in kind tells me that you're not my friend. Mm -hmm. So if so, you can fool me once on that, and that's fine. But if you fool me twice, that's on you. You know, I know. I think of Jesus in the Bible, and He gave people grace who are humble. So if somebody returns something broken. Hey, I'm so sorry, man. They're humble. They're broken. That's great. They come back with arrogance. Jesus gave them the law. And what I have decided in my own life that my life is short, and it is an honor to be called my friend, and it's an honor, Dale, to be called your friend. And because it's an honor to be called my friend, I am very wise about who I allow to be my friends. I mean, just recently I had a guy 
uh, came at me in a way that really bothered me. I don't like being teased when it's malicious. I don't like people uh, saying ironic things or being sarcastic if it's malicious. It just drives me crazy. Don't lie to me and don't give me this malicious sarcasm. It just bugs me. Well, this guy did this to me over and over again. I'm like, okay, you're out. It's done. It's over. And I draw, I mean, I'm like, no more. I mean, you know what? I'll say hi to you. I'll shake your hand. But you know what? I don't need, my life is too short and my time is too precious to deal with non-essential type of relationships. I want to deal with relationships that are going to grow me to the next level. And so, um, so I call this, people say, well, what about love? What about, this isn't about love. I'll still love and be kind. It's about wisdom. Mm-hmm. And wisdom to me is not only knowing the truth, because there are a lot of idiots out there who know a lot of stuff. But wisdom is knowing what to do, then doing it. And when it comes to me being the best version of myself, I want to have men in my life who will call me in to places I would never go normally, who will call me out of all my garbage and baggage and stuff hindering me, and to call me up to a higher level. And if they will not do that, I'm moving on. And I know that sounds harsh, but I'm just not that guy who's going to let you walk all over me. Now, you're more of a loyal friend. So this might more be more yeah, difficult I was just for you. So what are you thinking? If somebody's a people pleaser, then they would be more out to just take the blows, take the blows, because they just don't want them not to like them. But obviously, they don't like you to begin with. Yeah. So why are you wasting <laughs> time on somebody who's, who's destroying? I don't want to ruin this relationship. Well, you don't have a relationship. Your relationship is dysfunctional. Right. And now you're just a codependent. Right. If you keep here's the problem with this: if I keep loaning you my stuff and you keep violating me. Now, I am not only a codependent, but now I'm a victim. Right. And we have enough victims in this world. We don't need more. Yep. And when it, so even for, you know, both you and I are people. We like people. We want people to like us. But when it comes to who I choose to be a friend, man, if you have the title of friend in my life, man, you are blessed. Mm-hmm. Conversely, if I have the title of being called a friend in your life, I am blessed. And so that is a choice that we make. Right. And I think it's time to cut friendships loose if they're not edifying who you are and who you're aspiring to be. So there, there you go, man. That is uh that is what I believe about friendships and guys, you've been listening to man card podcast today, changing your world. I'm telling you, it's the toughest thing you're ever going to do. I'm not going to lie, but we want to help you with three simple steps to encourage you on this life changing, very difficult journey. First one guys enlist, go get the free stuff the free resources we offer to help you in your journey. We have a free app that's just unbelievable. Go check that out. Load it up. And, uh, guys, subscribe to the Man Card Podcast if you haven't done so already. We we do our equipping episodes once a week. We do our interview format once a week with world changers. And, guys, join the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum for men. You're just going to be blown away with what's going on there. Number two, guys, listen, invest in yourself. Invest in you becoming your best version. Go to our gear page on the app or website and invest in our resources that help you become your best version. Guys, the third thing I want to share with you is this. Change your world. Change your world. Get involved in championing the causes that you care about. We're looking for champions with a great hunt for God. We need guys to get involved in launching teams and buying our curriculum and, and investing financially in our 50. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Serve in your community, serve in your local church. Get out of the bleachers, guys. Get in the game. Guys, join us in building an army of men in the arena who are becoming their best version and changing their world because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. <laughs> feel the wet sand on the arena floor.
five, six. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called the Man Card Weekend with the men in the arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card, Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. If you want to keep your man card, then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode, The Man Card Podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, join our army and become the best version of you. Get in the arena. Let the world feel the full weight of who you are. Grind it out. Be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.